Paintings and philosophers. To see Paris become dominated by beheadings, mad visions of an ideal society, bloodthirsty massacres of prisoners and calls to wage a sort of war of ideals against Europe was very, very worrying for Europe. It would be like seeing so-called Islamic State taking over London or Washington. But at the start, everything seemed to be going so well. The French king, in 1789, decided to allow his people to send representatives to a parliament, one that hadn't met since 1614. And he allowed them to meet together to discuss their grievances, like a sort of national focus group. What an enlightened ruler! If only men of goodwill could meet together and discuss problems, like the huge deficit that France had built up, sound familiar? And how to look after the poor in society and be a just society, sound familiar? And to ensure social justice. No wonder people in Europe thought there might be a new beginning, new hope and a new society. Wordsworth, the famous English poet, wrote, Bliss was it in that dawn to be alive, but to be young was very heaven. What went wrong? By July 1789, the peoples of Paris were running around with the heads of royal officials on poles. By the summer, all through France, people were burning down tax offices and attacking the homes of the better off. By October, angry mobs were insulting the royal family and forcing them to move from their palace at Versailles to the middle of Paris. By spring 1792, France was at war. By September 1792, mobs were killing prisoners in the Paris prisons. In January 1793, Louis XVI was executed. The Queen looked out of her prison window to see the head and body parts of her lady-in-waiting on poles. We think our world is a dangerous and violent place, but revolutionary France actually got worse with the terror of 1793-94. to this is what everyone thinks of. The guillotine working overtime, prisoners being dragged before revolutionary tribunals, the icy, intellectual Robespierre presiding over a committee of public safety, which made everyone distinctly less safe. And all against the backdrop of a war, which involved France creating the biggest army in French history by calling up a million young men, and creating a total war situation not seen again in Europe until the 20th century. All this takes a lot of explaining, and ever since the 1790s there have been different explanations. There are political explanations, explanations which blame economic conditions, Marxist explanations which blame class struggle, explanations which focus on key personalities. There have been deep analyses of the terror, of the impact of war on different localities and of key players. Luckily, OCR doesn't require historiography, but we shall be looking at some different possible causes of both the rise and the fall of the revolution. The level of revolutionary violence reached its height in 1794. By then, even the supporters of terror felt threatened, and it was brought to an end by a rapid overthrow of the most extreme figures. 
A new phase of the revolution started, called the Thermidorian period. The revolution had renamed all the months, and the extremists were overthrown in the month of Thermidor, the 28th of July. Is that a famous lobster dish? Yes. No accident that great meal with lobster and cream is named Thermidor. The revolutionary austerity dropped away, and Paris became once more the city of high living and fine cuisine. But the war continued. It was less to spread revolution than simply for plunder and expansion by 1795. However, it threw up the successful general who was to finally bring the revolution to an end. You must mean Napoleon. However, some think that he rose as a result of revolution and brought revolutionary ideas to his rule in France. Yes, well, the first may be truer than the second. He was the son of a minor Corsican aristocrat.